0: Welcome to Regenerate You. I'm Dr. Nirvana, a board certified and licensed naturopathic doctor. I created this podcast to share my tips and knowledge on restoring your health naturally. It's exciting to share my unique approach with you to regenerating your body from the inside out. So get ready to receive practical and effective approaches for living your best life possible in under 15 minutes. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Regenerate You. I'm Dr. Nirvana. Today, I want to talk about how food combining can affect your hormones. Did you know that you can balance your hormones properly by combining the foods you put in your mouth? You absolutely can. By making healthier food choices when it comes to food combining and changing the way you eat, you can take control of your hormones, and it all starts in your gut. And this is through proper food combining. The idea behind food combining is that specific foods pair really well together, while others just don't. And when you eat foods that complement each other, it makes digestion easier, as well as allowing the nutrients to absorb better too. When our hormones are in balance, it often affects the gut and vice versa. So, by eating foods that complement each other, we take the burden off the gut, by allowing it to do what it does best, and that's to digest foods. So, are you ready to eat right and balance your hormones all together? Let's begin by discussing the general health benefits of food combining. To combine food, we need to understand their food classifications first and how they're digestive. To start, proteins, they're the hardest food group to digest, because it takes the longest to be broken down, about three hours. And this includes plant-based sources of proteins such as grains, beans, nuts, dairy, and eggs. Keep in mind that all proteins require an acidic environment to be digested, and proteins from grains and beans actually can be combined together. If you've got SIBO, this will interest you. Because when protein isn't digestive properly in the small intestine, it putrefies, leading to bacterial overgrowth and eventually SIBO if it's not addressed early enough. So, noteworthy if you have SIBO. With fats, fats take more time to digest than carbs or proteins and they require more of an alkaline environment. They pass through the stomach and into the small intestine as other nutrients do, and then the body breaks fat molecules into fatty acids and glycerol, which the little villi in the small intestine absorb. Then they travel to areas in your body to be stored for use as energy, but your body can only use about 5% of the absorbed fat for fuel by converting it to glucose. The rest, your liver absorbs and uses it to assist in breaking down glucose for energy. This is where fatty liver comes into the picture. Too many calories ingested are stored in the liver as glycogen. And when we're talking about healthy hormones, we need a healthy liver that's not burdened with fat to be able to detox hormones. Let's go to fruits now. Fruits are the easiest to digest among all the food groups aside from liquids. The reason for this is because fruits are made up of about 90% water and they can be broken down as fast as 30 minutes and this is why it's best to eat them alone. With vegetables, they are just as easy to digest as fruits because they have a lot of water content. But when the percentage of water drops, starch and fiber rises and vegetables become more difficult to digest. So under the vegetable food category, there's three types of veggies you want to consider. The first is starchy veggies. They are more difficult to digest and they can stay in your stomach for an hour or more and they require a more alkaline environment to be digested. Examples of starchy veggies are corn, corn, Parsnip, sweet potatoes, squash, and zucchini. Non-starchy veggies, they're easier to digest because they contain less starch and they have their own enzymes, which means that your gut doesn't have to use as much of its own enzymes to digest them non-starchy veggies also adapt well with an alkaline or acidic environment examples of non-starchy veggies are lettuce broccoli asparagus cabbage cucumber spinach mushrooms and tomatoes green leafy veggies these are the easiest vegetable type to be digested because of their high water content and they're digested in the stomach as fast as 30 minutes just like fruit What's great about them is that they can be digested in any digestive environment, and they have their own enzymes to help with assimilation. Examples of these include kale, spinach, arugula, romaine lettuce, broccoli, and turnips. So to summarize food combining in a rather large nutshell, avoid eating fast and slow digesting foods together because it can cause a traffic jam in your gut. This is because food is broken down at varying speeds and in different areas in your gut. So here's a wonderful example, eating beef and bread at the same time. Imagine eating a burger. So the beef patty is a protein, which is a slow digesting food, The bun, on the other hand, is a carbohydrate, which is a fast-digesting food. These two would be considered incompatible when eaten together. Beef and bread also require different digestive environments and enzymes. Proteins require an acidic environment, and the enzyme pepsin to break it down, while carbs or starches are the complete opposite. They digest in an alkaline environment and are broken down by amylase. So when your acidic and alkaline enzymes are released altogether, they neutralize your gut, slowing down digestion, resulting in bloating, stomach cramps, and gas, just to name a few of the symptoms. This can also promote the release of toxins in the blood because the longer the food's in the gut, it begins rotting, leading to the growth of bad bacteria. When this happens, the bad bugs grow out of control, one of which is H. pylori, which ultimately leads to stomach ulcers and leaky gut. And when you're at this stage, you can't digest nutrients to feed your hormone pathways, which means vital hormones are being nourished and they're not being made. So when it comes to hormone health and production, i think food combining can be so helpful and it's also helpful for healing your gut if your gut is overburdened by constantly having to digest and its microbial environment is out of balance these are two great reasons for giving food combining a try but give it a good four weeks and if you suspect you already have some gut issues Give your gut a head start with Gut Become. It'll speed up the process exponentially, and I'll include it in the notes for you too. If you have any questions about food combining, please reach out to me on my Instagram at Dr. Nirvana or on my Facebook page at DrNirvanaHills. And remember, when you regenerate, there's a new you every day. Bye-bye, everyone.